I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Hey, I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better, and we're going to write better. Also, I'm recording this on a day where it is, like, cold, like, really cold. Today's one of the first days of a really hard frost, and I was outside. I had to take the trash out, and good God, it, the, the ground was, like, cement frozen hard, and there was thick ice on the car, and it, it just, I mean, the sun was out, but it just felt like the sun was generating no heat, so if I sound like I'm half frozen and a little nasally, it's because one, it's fucking cold, and two, it's really dry in like an unpleasant way. So forgive me if like halfway through this, I end up finishing this cup of tea and sound different. All right, all right, whatever, whatever. Here we go. On to things. I want to talk about super fans. Specifically, I want to talk about the formula and the hype around them, as well as really why you shouldn't worry about them so much, especially if you're still in the middle of writing whatever the hell you're writing. Now, the superfan strategy isn't new. Uh, it's been out around seven, eight years, maybe nine years. And the superfan strategy says this, that whatever you're producing, whether it's books, whether it's art, whether it's music, whatever, whether it's widgets at the widget factory, you want to make sure that you cultivate a smaller, most intimate level of group of fans who have like a high level of interest and a high urgency to buy. Yeah, we're going to frame this in some businessy capitalist shit. Just, just, know that. But you've got this this little sort of inner circle of people. You're not giving them necessarily extra access right away, but they're the people who are the most hype and will make the first purchases. They're big evangelist, big cheerleaders for your production. You maybe you interact with them slightly more frequently. You know, they maybe they got in on the ground floor of whatever effort you're doing, but they get hype and stay hype, right? And from there, you want to use them to proselytize and get the word out. And then sort of it radiates from super fans sort of immediately orbiting you to regular fans everywhere beyond that. And the idea in most marketing spaces and in most sort of business strategy, yeah, I made air quotes, uh, business strategy workshops is that you want to cultivate super fans because the more super fans you have, the more urgently people will go out and buy your book. They'll pre-order. They'll subscribe to your website. They'll sign up for your Patreon. They'll take your newsletter out. They'll buy merch. They'll do whatever it is you know you do or produce or they gotta gotta have it. And you're you're gonna leverage that FOMO at some point to make sure that a fan can become a super fan. Even though the reason a super fan is a super fan is because they've been here the longest and they've got a more parasocial or more intimate or more informed connection with you. Those three things, parasocial, intimacy, and information, are worth talking about. And I want to break them down. 
We're going to start with information because that's sort of the ground floor that everything starts with. Fans who come in early, people who, you know, the first, let's say, I'm going to make numbers up just for this example, the first 10 people who sign up to your newsletter get more than somebody who signs up, you know, 15th, 30th, or 60th because, well, they get more newsletters. And maybe when you're still trying to figure out how to do the newsletter thing, or maybe you're still trying to figure out the podcast game, or you're still trying to, you know, find the best equipment to do whatever it is you do, you're sharing with them what you have. You're sharing with them sort of the the fumbles along the way before you get your, you know, before you get your shit in gear. These people were were in early, so they get to know you better. And information like that, because what else are you gonna share, leads to that sense of intimacy. Intimate fans are the fans who know you. Maybe they actually know you. They know what you've gone through. They know your struggle. They know what it's like on your bad day, on your good day. They can engage with you on a certain platform. Maybe that's a Discord server. Maybe that's a Substack. Maybe that's just some videos. Maybe that's an upper-level Patreon thing where you have you know a stream or something like that where they get to know you and they, they have a... They have a sense of you. And then from that sense, it evolves into parasociality, this idea that they really do know you, even though you're, you've got some kind of buffer or insulation. Like they, they know a dimension of you. And then from that dimension, they, not you, they extrapolate wider. And the businessy end of this is that you want the largest possible number of those people so that they end up doing their own sort of marketing engine for you. This is not a great idea, but it sounds like a great idea because everybody and their mom is out here talking about how you got to get super fans and turn your people into super fans. And here's a class to turn your people into super fans. And here's a newsletter about super fandom. And here's a Facebook setup template thing you can use to rally your super fans and super, super, super fan, fan, fan all the damn time from a business perspective there's a whole like industry around super fan generation so of course they're going to tell you that it's a good idea but for you writing your book right now you're writing your book period that that's that's it that's your job the super fans yeah you can get them on board right now go you know in the middle of chat whatever chapter what chapter are you writing right now what chapter just say hit hit enter save the thing and then go start a newsletter. You can. You really can. And if you're like, but but John, what am I going to talk about? You could talk about any goddamn thing you want. You want to talk about your cat? You want to talk about, you know, the baked ziti you had for dinner last night? You can start right now. And the one, two, three people who you tell who maybe sign up because maybe they're your mom, maybe they're your spouse, maybe they're your partner, maybe they're your writing buddy, maybe they're just four fucking randos on a writing group or whatever. Those people are by default super fans. They got in early. They meet all the criteria for Superman. They can be informed. There's a level of intimacy and they can, you know, create a level of parasociality with you. Super fan. However, if you don't have a lot to fucking say, if you don't engage with them, not just consistently, but like in depth, because if I, if I just, in, if I consistently but shallowly talk to you, it's no different than the, hey, how you doing, to the person who, you know, gets me, you know, a toasted bagel at the bagel shop every morning, or the uh, the one guy I see at the gym every time I go to the gym, or my therapist's secretary during the week when it's just, hi, I'm here, how are you? 
that's consistent but shallow. Like I, I know her name, but I don't know like anything about her, which is fine. I have no reason to. But the the fact remains that consistency alone is not enough to engage these people. You have to measure out the depth by which you are willing to move and orbit and swim in and around your super fans who are also trying to figure out the depth at which they swim and move and orbit around you, the thing of which they are the Superman. But you're going to feel really stupid. You're going to feel really dumb because here you are barely writing consistently, angry at yourself maybe that you're not writing more or faster or well or that you've been writing this second goddamn draft since the cows goddamn came home. And it, it makes no sense for you to have fans because most of the time you're barely a fan of yourself. So what am I supposed to do with super fans, you might be asking. And the, the fact of it is nothing, just nothing. Because here's the, here's the sort of the weakness in this system. If you don't have some kind of like outbound projection, if you don't have something to tell these people, if you don't have the organization in place to sit down and say, hey, I'm going to talk to these people sometimes, or I'm going to you know direct outwardly some ideas to people and I'm not going to engage in this level. If you don't have that set up, not just, I'm not just talking like I have the website or I have the newsletter or whatever, but if you don't have the, like the brain capacity for that, I'm not calling you stupid. I'm saying like, if you haven't dedicated the thought to it, then it's going to feel really weird to randomly just toggle that switch from I'm somebody who's been banging the keys, hoping upon hope that I can make chapter five work versus I'm somebody who's now all of a sudden producing a product. That level of realness, that transition from I'm doing a thing and I don't know if I'm doing a good job to, oh, holy shit, I have to be like a one-person business is real and jarring and hard to bear and deal with. Now, super fans are great because eventually you can whip them into a fucking lather and set them loose on things like Amazon reviews, and they'll write you some truly asinine garbage about, you know, OMG, WTF, I was like throwing up, you know, about the book. It's so, so great and so big, and oh my God, it's so, you know, superlative, superlative, hyperbole, hyperbole, vapid, vapid, pointless recitation of just how much they think this made-up shit is better than their real life, hence they're escaping hard into it, but without that sort of depth of like, this is art. I like art or this is really good character development. It's just, Oh my God, a cliffhanger. I have to fucking know as if I'm digesting the most palatable soap opera humanly manufactured. We'll talk about that tomorrow, but uh, we're definitely talking about that tomorrow. I just wrote a post-it note, but the, the point is um, super fans should not be a concern for you. If your big issue is, you can't finish a project. Super fans should mean nothing to you if you can't figure out how to write the rest of that chapter. Super fans should not be a, a blip on your radar if you can't figure out whether or not you want to be writing in the first place. Don't get caught up in the trap of, I see what everybody else is doing, I know one day, I hope, I, I fantasize that one day I will be there, so I better lay that groundwork now. You don't have to. 
let's let's wrap this up with a metaphor that I think might help some of you. You're you, and let's say you're gonna you're gonna imagine your dream house that you're not yet living in. Maybe it's got a big wooded property, a pool, uh, a nice long circular driveway so that nobody has to back out of anywhere. It's got multiple rooms and big shanda fucking leers and all this stuff, right? Um, if you in your small little apartment where you aren't necessarily struggling, but you're not exactly like two steps closer to that big giant house. Uh, if you suddenly buy that giant ass chandelier that you will hang in the foyer of your new home now, and you put it in your little tiny apartment, um, it's something nice to think about, but you've just parked this giant expensive chandelier in a tiny small place. You are putting not only the cart well before the horse, but you are putting the uh, the whole cart factory before the pregnant horse that hasn't even birthed the horse that you will attach to the cart. Don't get so far ahead of yourself. Don't start laying groundwork for stuff that you are nowhere near you're even needing to think about. Don't sweat it. Don't freak out. You're not behind. You're not missing out. You're just thinking about step 55 when you're on step one. You'll get there, and we'll talk about it later. But for now, just figure out where you're at. Figure out what you're doing. Figure out what the next step is that you have to go forward with, and then do that step. That's plenty. Super fans for later. Give that some thought. I'll talk to you tomorrow.